All right, welcome to the first official episode of For the Culture, the center point between art and entrepreneurship. Today we have Nicole and Jesse of The Scratching Post. Uh, I've been in school with Nicole for, you know, a couple of years now, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, she wanted to have a cat cafe startup back then, and now it's sort of, it's actually like gaining tension and like about to about to happen um, fairly, fairly soon. So uh, yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Great to be here. Yeah, of course, of course. So um, first of all, you, Nicole, were not in a partnership when we, when we were first talking about your cat cafe, right? No, we weren't. When I was in school, I was planning on doing it alone, but uh brought jesse in later on <laughs> so so and jesse when did you exactly come into the picture here uh you know it's about a year ago today T- what no it's just about a year ago okay. uh, just before last summer i think yeah yeah oh, okay okay so and you were telling me nicole like a little earlier about how it all happened but do you mind telling us again so the audience knows yeah we'll do a long story short there was a girl that tried to beat me to the punch and right. uh didn't work it, <laughs> uh she we, there was a potential that we would partner together and mm. uh i had lost a little bit of faith in the idea when that came to light and I shared all of this with Jesse as I usually did because I, J- Jesse was always brilliant and I gained a lot of knowledge from him. So, um, I was telling him about it and he was like, don't give up on the idea. Mm-hmm. We can definitely do it. Our cat cafe will be better than hers. And I was like, what do you mean our cat cafe? He's like, let's do it together. And, uh, I was amped when he said that because I just was losing faith that I would be able to do this on my own and have the fight to get it, get it open. Right. And so, yeah, I brought Jesse on. We talked about partnering, nailed down all the nitty gritty details. And then, yeah, he's been by my side ever since. Yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. And so, um, Jesse, what did you bring to the table that wasn't necessarily there before? Well, like Nicole said, so she had this really good idea that's been cooking for a really long time. And um, sometimes when that happens, being an entrepreneur, I can relate. I mean, sometimes it just sort of falls by the wayside. We kind of lose interest in the spark, so to say. Yeah, yeah. So I I could see that was happening. And I just genuinely thought that's been a really good idea. I think Nicole's uh, exceptional at what she does. It's not her first rodeo in the entrepreneurial world as well. Right. So I basically saw something that I think that I could work with. And that's the structure of what she's got so far. Mm-hmm. So from my previous experience of just starting a couple of different companies and going down a couple of different avenues, this is something that I thought I'd really enjoy. Right. Also, I thought our teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, <laughs> we've clicked, you know, well personally as well as professionally. So I thought right. that together we could bring the heat. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So Thanks. what what aspect of it really like caught you because i could tell that you know nicole you're always you've always been passionate about cats right and so just animals in general general, well i do have to say that one of the big things one of the reasons why i brought jesse on is because he knows a lot of people in Kelowna, um and like you know he's been involved in the business world a little longer than me so that's Mm -hmm. like extremely important when it comes to this stuff we're looking for investors and he has you know the hookups that i was looking for basically so of you know in addition to all the things he brings to the table that's one big thing for me yeah the infrastructure yeah yeah that's that's a long grind type work you know like that's not something that you build up in like a week no it takes a a long time to network in Kelowna yeah you know that's weird because Kelowna is such like a small place you think you know everybody but there's a (laughs) lot yeah there's a whole lot so no I can totally see why Jesse would be such an asset to you know such a great idea that you're passionate about you know yeah that's really really cool and so uh, you really feel that then eh Jesse yeah Yeah. absolutely I think uh, when it comes time for operations um, Nicole's going to be 
you know, virtually running the place. Yeah. Um, her and I are going to work together on how we develop our systems and processes and the how to's and the yes and no's and all the above. Right. Um, I'll just basically be on the board and, you know, I'll go in to check in and make sure things are, you know, running. And like I said, under teamwork makes a dream work. Yeah. But, of course. um, yeah. So I'm going to help with that whole thing and then sort of maintenance. Um, Nicole's going to be sailing the ship for sure. Right. So Nicole's more of a front of house, Jesse, your back of house. And that's what the deal is. Yeah. That's so is that something that you guys sort of like figured out right away or is that something that you just sort of like kind of talked about hash it out for a while kind of I think it just kind of fit yeah right? I think just that sort of... Jesse just knew that like I want to run a cat cafe and he just wants to really be a part of something this this brilliant yeah. idea yeah. that I that we've come up with together so I think that um you know he's got a lot of knowledge that's going to help us on the backside and mm -hmm. he doesn't have it like he's got so much going on he doesn't have a a passion for driving a coffee shop as much as i do so it works yeah. out really well we balance each other out perfectly i think that makes a lot of sense because yeah jesse you, you were telling me earlier how you know you you're in a band you know you which you just released a single for yes right? we did an EP. yes exactly yeah. right thanks that's where we wander self-titled ep <laughs> available on <laughs> itunes and spotify near you put in that plug real yeah, quick you right? know it you know it <laughs> that's hilarious and then you also have your you know your other jobs that you do as well so like yeah. finding the time is like that's right Harsh. that's right but yeah. you make it work though which is great you know because a lot of people i find that the, the the difference between people that are successful at it versus the ones that aren't is sort of like you make it work it's almost like in a binary sort of thinking like you either do it or you don't which is super cool i love that when it comes down to it man it's either on or off exactly yeah. exactly yeah. and you, you know as long as you keep it on for like a consistent amount of time you build in that traction and you never sort of like give up on it you could really take it someplace great you know like, uh, you know, Amazon, for example, that company was in, you know, Jeff they, Bezos, man. Absolutely. They yeah. were, in, they were in debt for so many years and it wasn't even until about 2015 or so that they actually started making profits off of their business model. And I think he started in his garage. Yeah. 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 Just like Apple started ago. in the garage and got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So in terms of like starting off and going places, whereabouts are you guys now with the cat cafe? <laughs> okay, uh, so where where we're at now is uh, we're finalizing finalizing our agreement with the SPCA. Right. Um, so we've got our business plan and everything put together. Uh, mm -hmm. Right now we're uh, in search of a location. We're going to have to add a couple of different things for air circulation. We want to make sure the layout's perfect. We can't just make do with uh, a random building. So it's got to be right in those sort of char characteristics. Right. Um, both basically all of our legwork is done. Um, we've kind of set up everything to be knocked down, and we're kind of finalizing that now. Um, again, through the SPCA, through investors. Um, yeah. So that can be kind of a tricky process, right? Because it's it's not even just something that you could necessarily accomplish because there's other people involved, yeah. right? So I get it. It's, it could be like a long haul type struggle, but it could also happen. It could happen like next week. It could happen right. next month. That's the hard That's part right. is that people keep asking us when we're going to open and we really don't know. Like it could be in a month, could be in six months and yeah. it's just like this waiting game with our partnership with the SPCA and finding the perfect place and then you know doing the building is going to cost a lot like Jesse said we have mm -hmm. to add a lot of ventilation it's like it's basically just another shelter so there's mm -hmm. a lot of um, building codes we have to follow with right 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 so there are a lot of logistics that you have to sort of work around that's right are there any sort of logistics that you thought of, that that kind of came through that you didn't that you weren't necessarily thinking about before that you sort of had to tackle through honestly i have been planning this for two and a half years i really don't think that there's anything i haven't thought of or planned at this point right I, but who knows i'm sure there'll be a curveball some at some point yeah yeah yeah. And, yeah she said it awesome she's basically got it right down man the the thing for me that i found was finding the right location right you know it, it's got to be 
you know, it can't be a square, can't be a re- the right rectangle, can't be a triangle. The, the rooms have to be sectioned off in certain ways to allow for different, uh, you know, so cats on one side and it'll be a cafe on the other. They have to be kept completely separate as well as a foyer in the middle. So to find something that incorporates all of that yeah. is a little bit of a pinpointing mission, but that's yeah. okay. So, been, sorry, go we've on. We've been having a hard time finding <laughs> a, a rental unit that's not long like front to back, it has to be wide so that you can walk in two doors and have two separate entities instead of it being really long. There's no way for us to separate the two spaces um, because you can't get to the back area and we're not going to make them two tiny little hallways, yeah. one coffee shop, one cat lounge. So right. finding the right place has been a little bit difficult. Right. Would that mean that would you guys then potentially, if you found sort of like the right sort of sized area, or shaped area, would you then potentially do some construction of your own then to sort of like get it how you need it? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we know that we're going to have to do that. Um, so we're kind of searching out <clears throat> ideally somewhere that covers a bit of building costs would right. help it with exactly that. Yeah. So how we see it is you're going to walk in through the front door and we're going to have a central foyer mm-hmm. with the door to the left and the door to the right. So say the door to the left, we're going to a typical what you think of cafe where you get your eats and drinks and all the above. And then you go back through the foyer after paying your, say, $5 on your pass, your cat pass. Yeah. <laughs> and you walk through to the other side and you get to lounge with the cats. Right. So now we've got to construct all of that because, I, yeah. you know. There's no rental space that's going to be exactly what we need. So there's going to be a lot of building involved, which is why it's going to be hard to gauge how when we're going to open because say we get the place tomorrow, uh, it's still going to take us a long time to build all that. We have to put a full wall up inside the building to complete to, to make it two separate um, spaces completely. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. And that's a lot of work. But honestly, with, you know, with how sort of like binary you guys are about like getting it done, I I, I'm, I have full faith that we'll have this, you, you know, we'll see this in our future for sure. But you guys had a pop up shop actually a little bit ago, right? Yep, we did. So how did that go? How were the logistics played out on that? Uh, it went amazing. I think Jesse and I had bought like we got coffee from um, Cherry Hill Coffee and um, we bought coffee for I think like 300 people and we were like that you know we'll have tons left yeah we had 700 people come and we were open from 12 to 4 yeah there was like a lineup out the door at 11.50 it was insane damn the SPCA has never seen so many people there was cars lined up down the road the whole day we had a lineup of like at least 30 people damn Um, the building was at capacity the whole day if not a little bit we more. Had a, we, had a, <laughs> we had we had we had a firefighter there standing at the door, making yeah. sure that the capacity limitation wasn't too far. Wow, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, damn, that's amazing. So, yeah. oh, are you planning on having any uh, pop up shops happen anytime soon? Um, there's an opportunity to have another one, but to be honest, it was a bit stressful for the animals because mm. of how how busy we were and we weren't planning on being that busy. Right. So I think that we're just like, we, we, we did it to gauge how busy, um, our cat cafe would cafe would be when we opened a lot of cities that have cat cafes aren't as small as Kelowna. And so we were a little bit worried, you know, like this is, it's a niche market. Um, it's a niche idea. And if we can't sustain ourselves, we're just going to have a bunch of adoptable cats and nobody's going to come and buy our coffee. Nicole's right. going to have a bunch of cats. To I'm going to have, a, I, I mean, it's really not the end of the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the outcome was a million times better than we had expected it to be. But on the other end of that, there was an insane amount of people visiting these really scared cats who Mm -hmm. are, a lot of them were kittens. Um, Some of them were more timid cats. And so I think that it's better to just like do it properly in the long haul. So 
Um, we might do another pop-up, but I think that we'll probably just try and get the real thing open and focus on that. Right. Okay. So how, how would you then for, you know, when your place is actually open, how would you actually make sure that the animals aren't afraid or, or, or nervous about all the energy happening and all that? So the thing about what's cool about that is so we were able to gauge the public response Mm -hmm. uh, to that. And so we need that supply. We need the exact supply that happened. The only thing that we're going to be different at is our limitations in the building. Right. Um, It's not going to hold that many. So that was strictly for the the, uh, room occupation. Yeah. So as per fire hazard, it was actually quite a bit more than, say, we would actually have in the rooms and in the rooms with the cats. Right. So we'll have a a pass that people have either stamped or punched out or whichever that that allows them into the room. So um, we would go with the number preset only allow a certain amount of people in for a certain time frame and do it that way. That so makes that a lot there. of sense. Yeah. 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 That's actually really sensible. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. It'll probably be around, we're thinking around 12 people. It also depends on how big the space is that we get. If it's a smaller the space, then yeah. less people. If it's a bigger space, then more people, but it's probably going to be about 12 people and we'll let people in for like an hour right. at a time. And those cats that you have, where are you? So they're going to be provided by the SPCA, right? Yeah. And those are all ado- adoptable, uh, cats then yes they'll they'll basically just be um handed to us by the spca they're still like owned by the spca you can adopt them but if you do want to adopt them you fill out the same type of form that you would when um you adopt a cat from the spca so all of the paperwork is done by us but it goes through them Mm -hmm. and so basically we're just another um like shelter for cats right keep them the whole time they don't leave the shelter they're just free roam in our cat lounge basically right so they would basically sleep there and eat there and that would be their homes until they get adopted yeah oh wow okay that's really cool that's really cool so there's like sort of like a animal sort of like um Oh, I'm drawing a blank here, but like, there's almost like a protective thing that you guys are doing for the cause of these and, creatures. And, and that's the thing. So now doing this as well. So we get to uphold the SPCA standards through all the adoption practices. So that right. means that nothing is shy there. It's the best of the best and the most popular from what we've seen throughout the whole adoption industry per se. Right. So, yeah. That's really cool. I really like that you guys have sort of like this, you know, you're holding this sort of standard for all these animals that, need, you know, need to be Absolutely. adopted, need to find homes. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. And that's yeah. where we're finding, you know, people are, are adopting their animals um, out and in off of, say, Facebook. And, mm-hmm. you know, nobody has background checks. Nobody knows, you know, the background on the animals. You don't know where mm-hmm. the animals are going. Yeah. Which, you know, that can go either one or the other. Yeah. So we like to ensure that, you know, like I said, we get to uphold the SPCA standards and do it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I really respect that. I like that you guys have, uh, Cheers, have uh, you know, sort of like a standard that you're going to keep on top of, uh, you know, all these animals versus everybody else, you know. If, if somebody did want to, say, drop off their cat for adoption, um, would, you, would, you, would you allow that to happen? Or do they have to go through the SPCA or what's the practice on that? Yeah, you'll have to go, all the cats will have to go through the SPCA. So, mm-hmm. um basically what happens there is if an animal, like say you had a litter of kittens, you found them in your backyard or something and you wanted to find a home for them. Um, it's, you're better off to take them to the SPCA. The SPCA has, um, contacts with veterinary hospitals that will give them a discount on all of this. They have veterinary, veterinarians that work for them. And so they'll make sure that the cats are, um, fixed, spayed or neutered, and they have their first shots. They're dewormed. They get a microchip so they come with all of the things that you would have to do if you got a cat anyways. Right. So you're better off to go drop this litter of kittens off at the SPCA. You know they're going to get um, taken care of and make um, made sure that they don't reproduce on the streets again. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Kelowna has a really bad feral cat problem. And 
I mean, I didn't know about it before I got into this. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not looking down on anybody who doesn't know about it, but you know, you're better off to take them to the SPCA so that they can get taken care of properly. And yeah. then they get adopted into good homes. The SPCA makes sure that they're going to a good home. And so that's, that's huge. So, you know, people will text me sometimes I get messages and they're like, Oh, Hey, Nicole, you know where to get a good cat. Where can I get a free kitten? And I'm like, no animal is ever free because you're going to take this free kitten that you got off Facebook and you're going to go get it fixed. And get all of its first shots and a microchip and that's going to cost you upwards of $300 when an SP, a cat from the SPCA costs 140 bucks and they give you this cute little tower for them to hang out in and you know they get some toys and some food and stuff right. so you're better off to go to the SPCA. Right and I wasn't actually aware of our feral cat problem. You know it's just not something that I personally am as invested in as you guys might be right so I think for somebody like me or other people I think what you what you're doing for the awareness is in itself awesome, you know? And that's just another thing to add into your, into your business, which is very, very cool. You know, it's, it's like multifaceted. And that's the thing, you know, having that as well. I mean, like you said, we're holding the standards up for the cats where I'm, you know, we're trying to spearhead an issue that's, um, you know, throughout the community and through lots of communities. So, I mean, if we can clean up the streets in the sense of feral cats, the more the merrier, man. Right. You're making Kelowna a much better place for it. You know, for it. sure. We're, we're helping. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big problem, and we're a very small portion of it. Just but take some time. We're, yeah, we're definitely going to make a, an impact of some kind. Well, who knows? Like, in 10 years, you could really have this in a place that you can't even really think about right now you know this could be this could this could evolve into something way way beyond what you guys Thanks, are doing man. you know and um the potential is really exciting for that you know and um that's sort of why i started this podcast in the first place so i can get you know i wonderful ideas like yours and just sort of, just sort of create a platform for it you know get the awareness out there so that's really that's awesome, awesome. I, I love that right you guys on, are doing that so i think it's really cool so um there's another there's a there's another place called like you know quote unquote cat cafe in their name but they're not actually a cat cafe in Kelowna right that's right the marmalade yeah. cat cafe yeah yeah so that's so if in case anybody is wondering <laughs> that is not <laughs> <laughs> that is not the one yeah there are no cats there there are no cats <laughs> they yeah have, they have cat like tea towels and it's a trick some cute mugs maybe but no <laughs> some real memorabilia cats. <laughs> yeah yeah and if in case anybody's wondering you guys aren't going to be hosting in a trailer <laughs> that, there's no trailers there's involved no cats in trailers no. just wanted to clarify that's right. that that's, yeah that's, and you that's, can't bring your own cat okay? also yes very making that very clear you cannot bring your cat to the cat cafe yeah that's that's a good that's a good thing to sort of have out there for sure that clarity is important um but yeah where can they find where you know where you guys have your updates where can you find um how they can contact you about this information we're on facebook instagram um, and then we've actually done a couple of interviews with Castanet, uh, Hello Kelowna, and Kelowna Now as well. Wow. So all of those to take a look at. There's all different information on all sorts of those. Um, and then other than that, that's probably where we're at, hey? Yeah. You can just look up the Scratching Post on Facebook or our Instagram handle is scratchingpost underscore Kelowna. Um, we post all of the same updates on Facebook and Instagram. So you can check us out on there and follow along to how things are progressing. We try to stay pretty active with that too. So all the updates and new things happening, all big news will be posted throughout those avenues as well. So that's, you're going to find all that stuff also. Yeah. Right. That's wonderful. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it was great to have you on here. Thank you so much. Uh, and, uh, this was for the culture, the center point of art and entrepreneurship. Thank you for listening. Peace. <laughs>